like to welcome everyone today and thank you for joining us here at the BJS Media Studio for Sermons from the Swamp, the Classics. This is another From the Swamp series of podcasts from Cold Home Fellowship Church in St. Martin Parish, Louisiana. Our other podcasts you might be familiar with are called Sermons from the Swamp and Prayers from the Swamp with Pastor Lenny Hayes. But before we go any further in telling you what the podcast is about and what to expect, let me introduce everyone who is here with me today. I have with me Brother Anthony Hayes from Brothers Just Searching Podcast and also Pastor Lenny Hayes of Coda Home Fellowship Church and myself, Lloyd. How are you doing today? Good, good. Oh, good, good, good. So, Brother Lenny, I'd like to start off with you. Just kind of tell us a little bit of what we're doing here today. Well, a while back, I brought that, that you brought it to your attention that the messages that were preached in Coda Homes years ago by our brothers that have gone with the Lord right now, they, they passed on, were messages that changed our lives. And I, I still think a lot about the things that were, uh, were told me, were taught me, mm-hmm. and, I, and it changed my life. And, and I felt a while back that the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, son, if it worked back then, why did you have to change it? Why not get the messages out to mm-hmm. those that need to hear it? Mm-hmm. If it was good enough for you and impacted your life, mm-hmm. then it was the Holy Ghost. It was mm-hmm. good enough to impact somebody else's life. And, you know, Brother Mike has been going a while, Brother Coon, and these men and others have, have preached a message that was solid and a message that, 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 that changed our lives. I mean, I can still remember words that were spoken, sermons that were preached, and it, it held us together. It held our faith. And now they're going with the Lord, they're going to meet the Lord. We have to hold to that same word. Remember, it wasn't them that spoke. It was the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. That's right. And a lot of people today, they need to hear that, Lord. They need mm-hmm. to hear that the Spirit of God is speaking. And that message is the same. Paul said it like this. If anybody come to preach any other gospel which you've not heard from us, mm-hmm. let him be a curse. And y'all both know there's a lot of strange gospels out there that has nothing to do with Jesus, has nothing to do with holiness, has nothing to do with sin or repentance. And I can go on and on and on. You know, it's a strange fire. That uh, like like Aaron's sons has done, they took the they offered up strange fire, and God had them, God killed them because of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's pretty much what what's going on here. These messages are going to change your life, whoever's listening to this program, because it changed our lives, and it and I, I believe honestly, it kept us through the Spirit firm in our faith. Yes, uh, I, I agree with that. It's like uh, I was thinking that the other day. I was looking through our library, and we have videos. I mean, we have tons of their, you know, all at the time. I know it sounds weird and alien now to most people, but there was cassettes back in those days, in the 80s, 70s, and, you know, 60s. They had cassettes and videotapes where you watch VCRs. And uh, I know that's, I sound, we sound dinosaur, but that's how it was back mm-hmm. in the day. And I was looking at a lot of these tapes. I was looking at old John Hagee tapes we had back in the day when John Hagee was a good preacher. He had, we, I've seen that, and I've seen a lot of other preachers that were solid back in the day. And I was thinking about Burr Mike, too, and I was thinking about them and all the other preachers, including Burr Mike, who influenced me, you know, and, 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 and you know, influenced my, my, my worldview. And, my, and te- you know, I'm, I'm grateful for all these men Cause you know they, uh, I mixed them all up. They taught me everything that I needed to know. Cause there's some people ask me, they're like, "Man, have you ever went to Bible college?" And I was like, "No, I never went to Bible college." And man, the way you sound like you you, you went, 
to it. And yeah. I was like, no, I, I could never afford it. God has never opened the door. It's just men that were well, just regular men. Mm-hmm. And, you know. A lot of that was a, was the thing. The word, I, I preached it a while back. You know, the word mm-hmm. in a season. Mm-hmm. There was times that we were growing. We, we were ignorant. We knew we were safe. Mm. But we didn't have the we didn't have the principle of God's word, mm-hmm. so we went to church, mm. and we heard the man of God speak, and it, mm. and it developed our our faith. And right. if you think you can make it without going to church or hearing the the gospel, yeah, you mistake. You, you can't, because mm. I could tell you some stories that I heard. I mean, was told me from our brother Mike and brother Coon and people like that, that they brought out something that that was. It was, it was almost like it was, it was, it was we're living in the dinosaur days. Mm-hmm. Today, you, you talk about the things they talked about. Oh, that's old-fashioned. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that, that ain't for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet, we have more sin in the church. We have more justification of wickedness in the church. I mean, you got people today don't, don't know what they believe anymore. And you know why? They go to church and they hear this, all this other stuff. And they say, well, I'm not really a bad fella. Uh, everybody sins and everybody, nobody's perfect. And, and, and that's where they stay. Because the preacher don't t- tell them any better. The ministers don't mm-hmm. tell them any better. I'm not saying all of them because they have some good ones out there. Right. But when you're looking at that kind of that situation, how important is what we heard? Mm. I mean, it's not even, it seems almost arcade almost mm-hmm. to talk about the things that were told us growing up in the Lord. Mm. I mean, it's, 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 it's just, but the, the thing is, if we remember why or who, mm-hmm. Why, why was God teaching us that stuff? I, I'm going to tell you, these, these men that preached this, they, they weren't going to last forever. Nope. Mm. But the word will mm-hmm. last forever. That's right. That's right. See, we got to go back and remember when we think about things that are not right, we got to go back and what we were taught. Mm-hmm. Not because it was a ma- the man, it was the spirit. That's right. And you know, at right. that time, you look at it and you say, well, uh, we don't do things like that together. We got programs. We, we the churches get together and they, they go through a book and they they learn the one two three step pro, uh, uh, program. But th- that wasn't what we heard. You went to church and you heard the preacher preach the gospel. You went to church and you heard the man of God say, and give God's word. That it wasn't a program. It was God's program. Mm. See, and that's how important today, and that's why I feel. I'm the pastor now of the same church I, I gave my life to. Mm-hmm. I was born again in. And I don't think I have to change if the message was right. That's right. That's right. I agree. You know I'm saying I can't, mm-hmm. I can't say everything was perfect. I, I'm not perfect. I'm learning. Mm. But a majority of it that was taught was from the Lord. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and I, mm. I still feel the need to continue the message of strong faith. That's right. Carry the torch. Well, yeah. f- faith in what God said, faith mm-hmm. in what the what the Lord taught us, faith that kept us. I wouldn't be here if it wouldn't be for those messages. That's right. I wouldn't be here if it wouldn't have been for the, the the church and the gospel that was preached there. So I'm 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 at the point in my walk that I, I got I got this hold on to that like gold. I mean I can't let it change. Paul said if you come even if an angel preach any other gospel which you've not received from us, let it be a curse. If it sounds strange, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably not God. No, no. If it sounds unscriptural, mm-hmm. if it sounds uh, uh, too good to be true, or sound, if, if it sounds, likes uh, it. well, if it sounds yeah. like, uh, oh, that's I can mm-hmm. ha- I can take that mm-hmm. I can handle that. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, I don't really have to change much. Right. You know, mm. why not do what the Bible says? That's right. Why not do what the men of God that you know, 
that we respect preached. And again, we're not, we're not worshiping these men. We do honor them. Mm-hmm. I know they were the Lord. That's right. And the gospel in Coda Homes has to continue, mm-hmm. whether it be me or anybody else. That's right. If we try to change the message That's right. that was, we were taught, the whole, the whole church could fail. That's right. Yeah. We have to remember, we, we were taught a gospel that worked. It worked for me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Worked for I me. Saw, it, saw it change my life. Mm-hmm. And, and, not, and, and I drew closer to the Lord. I learned more about God and, and His ways. Let me read you a scripture real quick, okay? And this is in Romans chapter 3. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed means He forgave us. Mm -hmm. We heard about the grace of God. We heard about the way to God. It's to get our sins be forgiven, justified by grace. Why did you hear that? Come on. You know, we heard it. You know, we never never stop and think about what about when the man of God uh, spoke about faith, grace, mercy, all these things. And the the message of grace is is, is the right message. It don't mean you you, you can sin all you want. That's a lie. That's another gospel. Yep, That's right. It's not the same. God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. I mean, He forgave us. He washed them away. To demonstrate at the, at the present time His righteousness, that He might be just and the justifier of one who has faith in Jesus. Now, I don't know about you. If I don't went to a church that said, well, nobody's perfect, and uh, you don't really have to worry about sin no more, and you know, we, that, that's been forgiven, you just do the best you can do. Mm. Not understanding what that grace and that, that mercy came from, that faith came from, that came from the Word of God. You know where I heard learn, first learned about the rapture in church. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know where I heard learn about faith and grace and how to walk with God in church. You know they didn't hide it from us. Amen. That's right. So I'm gonna let y'all see. <laughs> so just going off of this, uh, Boogie, I want to ask you. Because you were the one who brought it up to me a lot about wanting to get everything, I guess, transferred and put yes, out sir. there. Mm-hmm. What were your reasoning of wanting to do that? Like your personal reasoning for that? Well, I have, yeah, I have actually two reasons. One, I believe like it was good sermons and I believe people need to hear it. And the way things are going right now, I mean, these messages are getting almost dark ages kind of saying I mean, brother swagger and us and there's some of us who are trying to still hold the fort up i guess you could say but there's so many churches that are abandoning the true gospel you know you know and, and the gospel we're preaching today in a lot of churches is you know they're trying to just fill up a church you know i remember pastor mike told me one time when he was alive he says not numbers is quality a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of people these days they're just thinking of numbers but they're not thinking of quality with the numbers you know, you, you know, you can have a, the biggest army in the world, but if they're not trained, you know, and they're not, you know, prepared for war, they will get butchered. You yep. know, if they don't know, if you, they don't have no military training and that, they're going to get slaughtered out there. So it's the same thing with the church today. A lot of churches, these churches, they want a big, big churches, but they're not, they're not teaching the people right. They're not teaching them the whole Bible. They're not teaching them. They're not training the soldiers. And we are a spiritual army in the body of Christ. So they're, you know, they're getting slaughtered out there. They don't, you know, they just think about numbers. And another thing too, 
you know, I believe these messages will encourage me and my dad as well. It will bring us back to our roots and realize, you know, hey, and it will, it will inspire us to do similar messages like they did or carry the torch like dad said. And everybody got their different little twists and style. I mean, that's just how it is. But at the same time, the message is still the same. So I hope that it encourages people, you know, and to realize that the old time does work, the old preaching does work. Yeah, see, it, it really has only been for maybe the past 10, 15 years where even doing something like that and putting it out there is a lot easier now. Oh, with the technology. Compared to mm-hmm. back then. Because even, okay, so just to give a little history, so these cassettes, I have them going from at least as far back to 87 wow. to 1987. Mm-hmm. Up to 2005, and then after that, got some CDs from 2005 to 2013, I believe. Mm, wow. But uh, e- even look at the at the cassettes, it's like, at least at church, they were just sitting there. So, like, what can you do with it? Mm-hmm. Back when they were recorded, like, in the 90s, you really couldn't do much unless you actually tried to mass produce it and send it out, you know, which... You needed money for that. Right. You right. needed a lot of money for that. Right. And then now, I mean, you almost don't need anything to make mm-hmm. it available worldwide. Wow. The technology is there. And um, mm. e- even listening back to some of the old recordings and, you know, especially with Brother Mike, he made a lot of references to to anyone who is listening to this tape. Mm. And at the same time, I think to myself, so, and there, there was some tapes back in 92 right right and if I remember right google would not even invent it yet <laughs> so wow. the, like the internet would not really a thing mm-hmm. so it was like where if, if if he's preaching and referring to people you know who will listen to the tape it's like you know probably in his mind he you know someone handing out a tape making a copy giving, giving someone a tape mm-hmm. or cd but Maybe mm-hmm. not fully realizing what can happen mm-hmm. 30 years later. Wow. Even now, tonight. I mean, when we start yeah. this program, mm-hmm. when these programs are started, he'd have never dawned that he, what he was saying or preaching would have been heard maybe all over the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's all pa- over the world. Powerful, man. And, you know, you look at that stuff, you see, well, <laughs> God knew. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, God knew he had time. See, God knew that the word had to go out. And this is there's a prophecy about in the last days. Technology will increase. Well no, but not only that, in the last days this gospel be preached out into the whole world. Yeah. And then shall the end come. Whoever thought that the Lord would have used the little church, mm-hmm. the message from Coda Homes. Mm-hmm. And never thought that God would use that to, to reach souls somewhere maybe in another country. That's right. We in a time where we, we, we're gonna see more of of the it, in like boogie quarterback, technology is going to increase. Mm-hmm. There's going to be so much coming. It's going to be faster than you can keep up with. That's how fast it's going. Mm. But God is going to be there. See, we know we can talk about internet about a lot of evil things in the internet and there is. Oh yes, yes. But God's message is going out throughout the world. Somebody right now could li- be listening to what we're talking about in Africa. Yep. Germany. Russia. I mean, you can go on and on. China. I mean, you can go on and on. Somebody somewhere is going to hear this. And maybe they're going to make a decision. You know what? The thing that I've once cherished, I'd left. And I need to go back. 
the gospel that was preached to me, I need to go back. And when I, when I was serving the Lord and I, and I was reading the word, I need to go back. I need to go back to prayer. I need to go back to seeking the Lord and obeying the man of God that was over, over, over them. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember some things that, uh, you know, when I first stepped in the little church in Coral Homes, that was 30-something years ago. Mm. And I, you heard me say that already. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I noticed, not even being right with God, I recognized the love of God. That was, that was the key thing right there. The love of God didn't, didn't tap you in the back and said, everything's going to be all right, Lanny. And don't worry about this. And don't, worry, and don't worry about, you know, being perfect and all that stuff. That's not the kind of love that God demonstrates. When I, when I was raising my children, I loved them when I corrected them and let them know you're out of line. I've gotten corrected. I've gotten told I was out of line. I, and I was. I was. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could remember back to things that were told me. Listen, I'm glad I learned those things because I learned a principle in them. Listen, pride go before fall. I could have said, oh, yeah, but that preacher can't tell me nothing. He ain't better than me. You ever heard them kind of arguments? Who does he think he is? He is the man of God over your life. He's the one that God placed to speak into your life. So when we listen back to these messages from the past, these messages are the same messages that change us and made a difference in our life. If, if, we, can't rec- if, if we think we can change that, mm-hmm. we're very much wrong. Mm-hmm. And I know these preachers might be listening to this or, 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 or whoever yeah. that yep. thinks they can. Well, I think this is, this is what we're going to preach now. We're going to tell people uh, others, you know, another, uh, another way. Mm. There is no other way. There's salvation and sanctification through Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. And to live a holy and a just life, turning from your sins. That's what the Bible teaches. You never get fellowship with God outside of the will of God and outside of the word of God. And for me, for when I was coming up as a young Christian, that's what I grabbed onto is the word of God. Not just because of who the man was, the man that was speaking it. It's because the spirit of God was speaking it. Because he knew how to needed it. And even now need it. So I can't, if I go and decide to accept another gospel, mm-hmm. which would I not receive from, from the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. then at the word, yeah. Then I'll be in trouble. I will That's never right. find peace. With, I'll never find victory with the Lord. Mm. You know, why don't y'all go ahead? <laughs> well, the thing I kind of noticed, you know, like Pastor Paul and, and, and them when they said through the Holy Spirit, when they said that if any man, and I think you quoted it earlier, that any man who preach any other gospel than what we have delivered or pretty much right. passed on to you, let it be a curse. So that's the thing about when you when you listen to sermons, it's meant to pass down well, to generation to generation. Let me say this before, before yep. I forget. Mm-hmm. The, if the gospel is hid, mm-hmm. it's hid from those that are lost. That's right. If people don't want to hear it, they're lost. If they mm-hmm. turn it off and make a decision not to receive it, yep, something's mm-hmm. wrong. Something's wrong in their heart. Mm. Whom the God of this world has blinded their mind. Yep. They should not accept the gospel, the truth. We got to remember that. There are people that go to church that are listening to another gospel. Mm. There are people that do, have, have religious spirits that don't have the spirit of God. See, it's all about changing the word of God. That's the biggest thing that Satan wants to do more than anything. Mm. It's change the word of God. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's change what it, what, what, what it was supposed to be. See, when you start saying like one save, always save. You know, you look at that and you say, well, what's wrong with it? 
Well, the only way you're going to be once saved, always saved, if you're in the will of God. Because I can show mm -hmm. you scripture where it says, Love not the world, neither the things in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. All that's in the world, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of the life, is not of the Father, but of, of the world. But he that doeth the will of God abideth abide forever. forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing. You can call yourself a Christian, but if you're not doing the will of God, if you're not obeying, the, what is the will of God? God's word is God's will. That's yep. right. If God says it for you to do something, mm -hmm. he's saying it to you. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're we too busy to say, well, the Bible says it, I'm going to go tell brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so. That word was first spoken to you. I got to go back as a pastor and say, God, I'm going to speak this. But it was first spoken to me. And I had to accept it. And it changed my life. Go ahead, book, say but no, I was just... Like yesterday was kind of funny. Remember we had uh, the, we had Brother Brandon that came preach, and Josh's kids and some of the younger kids were there, and they they came and it, I mean it's it's funny but it's not in the way. Like when they came, they said, "What is that?" They saw those tapes and all those videos. <laughs> I said, "Well, back in the day, that's what they had. You know, that's all our entertainment was back in the mm -hmm. day, or that's all." So I, I was amazing how you were talking about technology earlier, and Dubug was talking about it. How now it's amazing now how. You can uh, you look at those things and you notice how mm -hmm. how back then you can just send videos and tapes out. Maybe give it to a few people or maybe if you were on mm -hmm. TV, you were lucky if you had the money. You can get on a couple of Christian stations. But it's amazing now how mm -hmm. you can literally have broadcasters now and you can have millions yeah. of other options now to get you know, the word out there. Though. Yeah, you know, I look at it this way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm listening to some preachers and I'm saying, "What's that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where that come from? Yeah, the, you know, it's like the little kids going in, 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 the, in the library and uh -huh. seeing cassettes and uh -huh. uh, VHSs and, and books and books. And, yeah, and they're like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I ask myself sometimes when I see some preachers preaching, "What is that? Where that yeah, came from?" Yeah, yeah, it's strange to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's not. It's not the. A lot of that's no, not the gospel. No, and it, it's a treasure because you look at those videos and tapes. And you're like, wow! It's it's not just because of the videos well, and how it, old they are. Just the messages too. That it's goes like some with of those it. old videos we have in the church mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. like of A. Allen and Jack. Cole. Yeah, yeah, those are and yeah. all those old preachers, man. Brother Shemba. Yeah, uh, Shemba. We have all that in our library. Yeah, and, 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 and these guys were preaching, man. They, mm -hmm. they didn't have a, a, a air conditioned building. They were on mm -hmm. the tents, bro. They were sweating. They, they had rags in their hands. They were preaching yeah. under, under 50 pounds of sweat. Almost. Oh yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But those messages, those words, I mean. That was spoken years ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I try not to listen to a lot of preachers because I, 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 I get upset. Yeah, a lot I of them. I do. They, a lot of them. They, and the Lord knows what I'm talking about. They're for gain. It's, a lot it's, of them it's almost like, where, like you said, when them little kids went, what is that? What is mm -hmm. that? Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. Knowing after I've learned the mm -hmm. word. Mm -hmm. I had a man told me the other day, he said, well, any uh, doctors heal today. And do God don't do no miracles. You know what I told him? I said, look, man, yeah. if you would have told me that before I read the Bible, I might have believed you. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. I heard it in church. God's a miracle working God. And I, I, the scriptures were there. Everything was there. Like Brother Mike Francis, I've never saw a man more potent in the word of God where he didn't tell you something without backing it. That's right. Yeah. And that's what I, that's the whole thing. If, if, if you're going to say something, not just come with one verse. Because a lot of people take one verse and throw mm -hmm. it out of context, but mm -hmm. came with a lot of verses. Yeah, a lot. And of you almost had, that. and you almost had like you, you, you were having a, a Bible college behind the pulpit almost. Mm -hmm. that's and right. that's what I like about what I'm glad I was. I was, I was primed for that. Mm -hmm. my, I was in, I was in a season where I was, my heart was ready for that. 
you know, mm-hmm. how can we never be ready for God's word? Mm-hmm. Seriously, how can we never be ready for what we were taught? Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I, I remember about these sermons. You know, I mean, I, I've had some incidents where I had some trials and tribulations. And the men of God that taught these sermons, they didn't only, they didn't only teach them, they lived it. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember Brother Mike telling me one time, he said, Lanny, don't ever preach away. Preach without a way yeah. out. Yep. Right. I remember that. And I had another preacher tell me that day. I told him that. He said, I, I, I used that on my, on my, uh, mm-hmm. my sermon. He said, don't mm-hmm. ever preach without a way out. Mm-hmm. You can't preach this gospel so hard that no one can keep it. Right. You know, you make it all law and legalism. And, you, and, and, you know, it's almost like you have to watch every time you turn around that God don't knock you on the side of the head. Thank God he's a merciful God. And I'm not justifying the things we do sometime out of his will. But still, he's a merciful God. And there's, there, he, he gives us a way out. He gives us a way out. That's, that, that's what I, I, I learned. That's what I knew. You know, and when I, when I went through some times and troubles, that's what I fell back on. So that's how important it is that we remember what was told us. We remember, I'm not talking about remembering a past phase. I'm talking about remembering what we experience in the spirit. Yep. And when the word of God. And that's, that's important. Like I said earlier, God spoke to me the other day. He said, son, if it was good enough for you, mm-hmm. if it changed your life, mm-hmm. why would you want to change it? Wow. Yeah. And that's what true Pentecost is about. That's what true Holy Spirit mm-hmm. changing a life is about. It's a true preaching of the gospel is about. And I, I can't remember, you know, anything more important to me other than my wife and my family than the church I've went to, other than the Lord. But when you remember, not, not people say, well, you're not supposed to go in the past. Yes, you're supposed to. There's nothing wrong with reflecting back. Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, we can never remember what we would learn in the Word. That's right. You, you have to go f- back to see. When sometimes you go astray, you got to go back and see, well, what did I do different? What did the preacher tell me different than what I'm hearing today? Otherwise, you end up like the church of Laodicea, where you forget exactly. and you, you basically walk away mm-hmm. right. from, your, from the foundation that you were yeah. built on. Right. That's right. But you know that Laodicean church, I, I was, I'm reading in Revelation right now, and there's some scary stuff about that. When I looked at when Jesus appeared to John, the, the seven candlesticks caught my attention, mm-hmm. which represented the seven churches in Asia. And when I looked at them seven candlesticks, that was the, that was the foundation of the church. That's, where, that's what God was teaching the gen, most of the Gentile church. Because those churches were Gentile churches. Yep. So, and, and those candlesticks were there as, as a symbol of the light of God. The Spirit of God in these churches, okay? And when, when they started... Get like leather seeds again, lukewarm and cold, and say we have need of nothing. Mm-hmm. We're rich. We have everything we need. We don't need to pray, pray no more. We don't need to go to church as often anymore. We have everything we want. What happens? He says, "Repent, else I come and remove your candlestick." My God, when I heard that, when, mm-hmm. the Lord, when I read that the other night, it just stuck on me. I don't want my candlestick removed. I don't want Coda Home Fellowships candlestick removed. You don't want the candlestick in your life to be removed. Mm-hmm. He said, remember from which you have fallen and repent. Return back to your first love. 
or else I'll come and remove your candlestick. How strong is that? Return to what? What first love? When you first met the Lord, when you first came to Christ, you first accepted His Word, you heard the gospel preached, and it changed your life. Go back. People say, I don't want to go back. Somebody be hearing that? I, I don't want to go back. Well, you better go back if you're not living right. You better go back to what the foundation was. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about, yo. Is that where the foundation was, where that, where that light and the love of God began. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was preaching, you heard me the other day when I was talking about uh, we're in the season of the great falling away. Yep. And that's the, where we are today in the modern church. Their people are getting called. They're not reflecting on the Lord. Religi- the church has just become a religious practice. Right. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. No commitment to what God's Word says. It's just, you think if they're, they're there, that's enough. If, if they sing the songs, that's enough. If they talk in tongues, that's enough. No, that's not Mm-mm. enough. Nope. You have to go back. Remember from which you are fallen and return. Else I'll come back and, and I'll remove. Return back to your first love. Listen, when I was first born again, I'm going to tell you, I, I'd preach to anything that would move, man. <laughs> because Jesus was that important to me. And even now, my wife would tell you, sometimes we go into in the store, I'm there talking about Jesus. I can stay there for an hour. <laughs> but I want the one to lose that. And there are times in my life i got to confess, I, I have lost it sometimes. Because I've let my business and my family and troubles and problems block that away from me. Because if the devil can keep you focused on other things, then you're going to forget what you've learned. That's important. Listen, if the devil can keep your mind on other things, you're going to forget what you've learned. Today, we have a chance to bring some of this back, Lou Lloyd, and hoping that those that are listening will turn their heart back to God. If they've they, they backslid on the Lord, if they've gotten cold, or return back, go back. Remember from which you have fallen. Repent. Or else I'll come and remove. I don't want my candlestick removed, brothers. I don't want my light going out. We need to return back to where we first started. And that faith that we built in Christ Jesus is the only way to do it. And that faith is just not saying, I believe in God. You better believe Him. And make sure that His Word dwells in you richly. My God. Y'all can go in. I can go in all day. <laughs> you know what a preacher is. <laughs> he just don't stop. You know, you're saying something, Daddy, about a, I'll tell a preaching to somebody that, was it Thursday or Wednesday? I was preaching to a, a guy at work, and I was telling him about, uh, we were talking about a certain churches and stuff. I said, if any church, you know, is, 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 if it's not built, if its foundation's not right, you know, that's what said, like Jesus said in the parable, a man built his house on a rock. I say it was built on Christ and truth. Yeah. But I say a lot of people, a lot of churches, they build it on sand. That that's the doctrine's not right, and that's what Jesus meant in that parable. If it's built on me well, and that the rock, word, yeah, which is Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. is not there. It's built on sand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, right? a lot, a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of denominations that are building this on mm-hmm. what they think the gospel is. That's right. See, or, if, if, are, are they taking one would, scripture like well, you, know, you said earlier? Like this, yeah. You only got to look what they do with Jesus, and you can tell where the, what where they're going. What direction? Yeah. Jesus is God in the flesh. He's mm-hmm. Emmanuel. Jesus is the foundation of the church. He is the rock where we build our church. If you preach anything other than mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and what he did at Calvary 2,000 years ago, you are preaching a false gospel. If you're telling people, well, you got to be baptized in a certain name to mm-hmm. be saved. Mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to go through the system and, and, yes. and, and mm-hmm. whatever everybody else sets up. No. no. Listen, it's Jesus. As much as baptism is a great symbol, 
Baptism is not salvation. That's right. That's Baptism right. is obedience to surrender to God. That's what mm -hmm. that is. It's the, the, the symbolic of the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's right. Now, I don't want to get off into that, but I'm just saying that if you mm -hmm. let that foundation, mm -hmm. that Jesus is that rock, it's not me, it's not you, it's not, it's not a mm -hmm. denomination, it's not, it's not Coda Holmes Fellowship Church. Jesus is the rock. And if we ever forget that, no church is, is, is built upon the sand. That's right. Uh, built upon a rock. If it's not built upon Jesus. So that's the memories that I have. I told somebody the other day at church, I said, you know what? I looked at it this way. This, this, this church is here because God put it here. Mm -hmm. yep. How much trials and tribulations it's been through. But it's always raised, rose up again. See, God is always going to raise up ministers and people of God that love the Lord if we trust Him. Mm -hmm. If we trust Him. And that's the whole thing, brothers. Yeah, officially, the church had been established since August of 1982. But y'all talked about it the other day where even back in the 70s, you know, where the church actually first evolved. And from there, I mean, that, that's over 50 years. Yeah. And you know what? They started in the houses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. House they churches. Started, yeah, they started gathering houses and they decided they want to build a church. And when they build, they build the church, you know what I'm saying? Coda Homes. And, they, and, and it's there today, still mm -hmm. there. Still there. I, I think personally, I might be wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's probably the oldest little full gospel church in St. Martin Parish right now, I think. Probably. Uh, Maybe. I, the one that, no, one that, the one well, that, in St. Martinville for sure. Well, yeah. I, I don't remember. I've been here a while. Yeah. And a lot of churches have come, and mm -hmm. they only last a few years. Mm -hmm. But this one has stayed. Test of times. Yeah. yeah. Many it's storms. because there's yeah. something about that ministry that God wants there. And I, if we ever get away from that, that, I personally believe it's because of Jesus Christ and glorifying Him. And, and this ministry has to be about Him. It ain't going to be about us. Now, it wasn't about Brother Mike or Brother Kuhn or whoever who started the church. God used these men. Yep. They used these men. They gave their time, their property. Their money, mm -hmm. I mean, and a lot of lives. money. Their lives, yeah. They gave a lot, a lot of, lot of sacrifices. Where we just, we just receiving the benefit of that. But they were the, what they did. They did it, uh, in, in in the will of God. They did it to, to, to please in the Lord. They did. They gave all this stuff in a, a sign of worship. That God established the church there to glorify Him. It's not our church. It's Jesus's church. Well, we, 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 we call it our church because we go there, but it really doesn't belong to us. It belongs to the Lord. It belonged to the Lord in 1982. It belonged to the Lord right here in 2022. It's the Lord's church. If we ever forget that, and that's where we're getting off in a lot of these false religions. You know, they go off and it's, well, it's that, this, this belongs to this church and that, that person. and that, that denomination is God's church. If it ain't God's church... It's not God's. Right, right. What I mean by that, if the, if the Holy Spirit is not able to work in Coda Homes, it's not God's church. Yep. Because if the Holy Spirit is not there, God's not there. So, as I grew up in, in the ministry, raising our kids, Boo was a little baby. And he was a little bit My oldest daughter was only six months old when I went there. She's almost 40 years old. And if, you know, if, if, if all of that, 
was to train me, train my family. And I'm going to tell you something. I had to put those trainings to the test a lot of times. Uh, I've gotten myself in trouble sometimes with my mouth. And I had to remember that God is in control. And I had to learn that. Took a while, you know, hard-headed people. They, they take a while to learn, but we learn them. Listen, I, I I'm in the, I'm in the point right now that even my speech has to glorify God. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to Walmart today and I and I, I noticed many had a man today. You could see what he was lost, his wife full of tattoos, and I greeted him just like you know anybody else. And the Lord showed me that a while a while back, and I couldn't remember. That if, if, if I saw people any different than God saw them, then I would see them wrong. Because these people Jesus died for. Yep. You know, the, the religion will say that you don't dress like us. You don't wear your bun in, our hair, in your hair like we do most of if you're a woman. You don't, you don't talk like us. You don't look like us. Therefore, you can't be of God. That ain't true. And I'm not for doing things, you know, like... Dressing immodest, that's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about... Mm-hmm. There's a balance. Right. There's a balance to it. And if well, we ever... There's a that, balance once you all saved. Yeah. But then you got to look on, on the other well, side of it where you would end that same position yeah, that's what when I'm you got about. saved. Well, exactly. I, had, I had that happen a while back. A, a, a guy came to church and, and he, he was... He looked like he just crawled off from under a rock. Probably been drinking all night, maybe. You know, Whatever. And the Lord spoke to my son, what do you expect him to smell like? He comes from the world. Mm-hmm. I died for him. My grace is there for him. I felt about so small I could crawl on a, crawl on a rock. Because we seem to forget what God took us out of. This man was hurting just like I was hurting. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I go back to what, what we were taught and, and going back to the word of God. You know what I'm saying? That we better watch what we do with our mouth. We better watch what we think. Because if that thought in that mouth is not purified, something is wrong. I remember a few years back, I was working for the highway department. And there was a man, oh man, I could have just tied him up like a knot. A knot. <laughs> That's how I felt. And I was learning how to run a machine. And he was teaching me. And I just made a statement. I said, boy, the Lord's going to help me. Boy, he got mad at me. He said, the Lord ain't going to come out and do it for you. And boy, I got mad. And I got angry. <laughs> I went to Brother Mike. and I talked to him about it. He says, Lenny, as much as possible, live peaceable with all men. Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I could make this possible. Mm-hmm. I could have went. to the, I went to this man and I tried to shake his hand. He didn't want to shake. He was angry at me. I think he was furious at me. But after a while, I kept going, sticking my hand out. <laughs> after a while, one day, he grabbed my hand and shook it. I said, man. says, the thing is that I could do that. I, it's not, you don't have to be bitter. You don't have to uh, uh, hold grudges. You don't have to feel that you're right and they're wrong all the time. Sometimes you got to do something strange where it doesn't make sense to the natural man and say, I'm sorry. I didn't apologize for my, my relate to what to God, but I just kept reaching out to him. Till one day, he grabbed, he shook my hand. He said, "Big deal, yeah, it is a big deal." Because I heard the man of God tell me that. 
as much as possible in you. Live peaceable with all men as much as possible. In some cases, it ain't possible because they, they, they're going to shoot you fast as they look at you. But I heard that from Brother Mike. He's, in the, the Word of God is what I'm saying. If you look at stuff like that, what if he wouldn't have told me that? Or what if, what if these men wouldn't have said these things? Would I have had that to fall back on? Or would I went and got in angry and knocked the living daylights out of him? And maybe be, lose my job or put in jail? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about tonight. There was times in my <coughs> Christian walk where I needed firmness. I need somebody to, you know, give me the word. And he did. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I did everything perfect. Please don't, don't even be listening to this and think that. Because sometimes I did fight. But most of the majority of the time I was wrong. Mm. Because the word of God was right. You see what I'm saying? It was changing me. Because I went to church. <laughs> Because I heard the man of God speak. Because he opened the word and read it to me. You see what I'm saying? If I, listen, I, I, people can get mad if uh, all they want. If you want to hear the truth, go to church. If you want to hear the gospel preached, go to church. Nobody had to call me up and tell me to go. One time I tried to miss one day and I tell that story. <laughs> I told Brother Mike, I'm sick. He said, well, come over here. We're going to anoint you with oil and pray on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell God, I, I say, tell the people, I'm glad he done that. Mm-hmm. Even though I said, man, you can't even get over this guy, man. <laughs> you know, things like that, you remember today, if I wouldn't have done it, where would I be? Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't have went to church and got prayed on, maybe went, I don't have to say that, preach, I go to church when I want to rebel and I may be lost today. Mm-hmm. So you look at stuff like that and you say, well, it must be very important to go to church and listen to the preacher. As long as he's teaching the truth, yeah. But if it's something strange, there's a lot of strange fire out there. I'm telling you, I'm warning you, it's happening. But we, mm-hmm. to thank God, most of what we had in our walk with God, mm-hmm. and that's just from being a, a witness. I don't have to apologize and say half of it was true. A lot of it was. Majority a majority of it was, and I, I can't think of a time when it wasn't, seriously. You know, uh, no church is perfect. I guess so, some preacher's going to say something or do something that's not going to please God. I've done it in the past. But I thank God for what I had. And I thank God the church is still there, and for those that need the gospel, preach. It's the same message. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Jesus Christ is the foundation. He can change your life. He can turn you. He can take take the sin out of your life. And you can live for God a holy life. And you can be in fellowship with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? And uh, just going back to where you're talking about going to church, it reminds me of uh, what Mokulari was saying, the comedian, <laughs> with, uh, with him and his dad. <laughs> his dad would tell him, when uh when when Mark Law would tell him he was sick or anything, his dad would tell him, throw up and prove it. <laughs> and even if he did, he's like, nah, don't you feel better. Let it go to church. <laughs> so like, it, it don't work either way. You're still going. <laughs> you even yeah. say, even if the pastor were watching windows, they were in the front pew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, you know, you're saying that, but I made my mind up since I started pastoring in the church in Cornwall. <coughs> 
that I'm going to be there mm. if it's just me. It's just, that's just what I mean. Because I know if we can meet any, to pray, the most important night of the week is Thursday night. We don't have a whole lot. But that's where it happens. It's where we cry out for souls. We cry out for those that are hurting, for those that are backslidden. I, got, I, got, I was talking to a lady this week on the phone. She used to come to Coda Homes years ago, and she's, she's facing a lot of trouble. She's sick in her body. Her family's sick. She's financially having problems. You know, I'd say, what do I do? Sit there and, well, it's because you, 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 know, you, you ain't been serving God right, and you, ain't, and you ain't been doing everything right. You know, and I say, well, let me tell them Jesus loves them. Nothing mm. wrong with correction. Listen to me. Mm. People might say, well, you don't know. That's not what I'm saying. Listen, Job had got afflicted. And the last thing he needed was his three wonderful friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know? If you need friends, lad, who needs enemies? Huh? Right. <laughs> and and they, 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 they thought they were doing the will of God. Mm-mm. I want to, you have to be very courteous. Not courteous. I would say, well, yeah, courteous, but very cautious in what kind of words you use when you claim to be speaking from the Lord. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because I know a rebuke is needed. You come, correction, reproof, corre- uh, you know, rebuke with all long suffering. See, we, w- we want people to change. What took us years, we want them to change it overnight. Mm-hmm. And th- things, times God dealt with us that took a lot, a lot of years. We think we can, they can if they, they don't do it overnight, then they, they they're not saved. Mm. There's a lot of things wrong with that. And now if they refuse to do it and just continue living, and then they they're gonna lose out with the Lord. But the foundation that we're talking about tonight, with this the ministry in Coda Homes, is that foundation that was laid, and that which was Christ Jesus. Listen, y'all heard me say that a lot. This is not about me. Mm-mm. And when I pray, God, I say, God, it's not about me. It's about Jesus. And that's what we need to continue doing. Amen. Amen. And just to make a quick physical reference of that, because it's kind of funny, like you you go to Florida, you know, they have a lot of beach line, which a lot of people love to go to. But you look at it, that's some big towers, hotels. Yeah. I mean, like. 30, 40, 50 floors up. Right. And right there. On the sand. On the sand by the water. So you think, and with all the hurricanes we get, like, mm-hmm. how does that work? Well, it's not built on the sand. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that foundation where it sits, it, it is driven deep down right. on solid ground. They, they're going to hit ground. They're going to hit solid rock. Because none of them buildings would stand if you would put it on the sand. No. But it's like us. I mean, seriously, we're we're still going to the same church, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and we we we're gonna we're gonna continue doing the work of the Lord there until He wants us to, however how long He wants. But that foundation is not. We're gonna have to dig and find the rock. Yep. And so even though we might be just surrounded by sand, yeah, don't mean you have to build on it. No. Right. You know. Right. Right. Well, we do that over here. Being in the truck business, I watch these these uh, house builders. Even before they put sand down, they take the topsoil out. They can't build a house on the topsoil because it's too soft. Yep. The house will lean. It, it'll tilt. So they got to get to the hard soil. They, do, they go in there and they call degrass. They call old grass and topsoil out. And they'll build on harder foundation. You know what I'm saying? 
But I personally believe that, and I'm not speaking for other churches. I'm speaking for ours. Mm -hmm. That that church was put there by God. And ups and downs and what a situation and God always rose it up. Mm. And it's, I personally believe it's because of what it was built on. The Holy Ghost. The sacrifice, the sacrifice of Christ at Calvary. And it was built on people that love God, even though sometimes they wouldn't all get along sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that doesn't change the message, right? We gotta we gotta pray God changes the people. Because you're gonna be if you got if you got five people in a, in a building, one of them's gonna cause some trouble somewhere. <laughs> so we have to be cautious. Brother Micah told me that. I said, now one I asked him one time. I said, why why you you take all those people's baloney? <laughs> said Lanny. It's because I want unity. Mm. Wasn't that he wasn't telling the truth it or is, preaching yeah. the truth? Oh uh, yeah. He uses he uses uh, his walk patiently, his words patiently, and because wisdom. he wanted to to find out. He wanted as much as possible, and I'm just like that. I don't want trouble. I don't want people fighting in church. But if we mm. understand that one principle, that unity is important. Unity never come outside of the gospel. I heard him say one time they they had some uh, some clergy that were calling him. They was gonna all get together in the area around the parish, I guess, and they were gonna pray. He said, "Well, is there gonna be a Catholic priest there?" He said, "They said, well, yeah." He said, "Well, no, I ain't going." Mm -hmm. That's true. Because you can't agree with false doctrine. Nope. I don't care if it's a Catholic priest or, or what it is. Some pr preachers today that preaching this kind of stuff. I don't know if I'd want to pray with them. Mm -mm. But. He wasn't he wasn't uh, well respected among the other clergy because he wouldn't join up with false doctrine. Mm -mm. He stood his ground, mm -hmm. and so that's where we have to be. I, I love Catholics to come to church, but they're not going to hear the Catholic message. No, they can hear the gospel. Yep. Whoever wants to come in black, white, Hispanic, whoever it doesn't matter. American Indian doesn't matter. The door is open, but you're going to hear the gospel that that little church is supposed to preach. If you don't like it, you can leave. But we're not going to change it. Mm -mm. It's going to be the same message that was preached. Because it was good enough back then. It's good it's enough It's good now. enough for us. I mean, it's been good enough for over 2,000 years now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, just, just to answer my own question of why I think, why, why I want to do this is God must have a sense of humor because growing up, and Boogie, you probably remember this. Mm -hmm. When you would listen to the radio for your, your song to come on, mm -hmm. you would put a tape in to record it. Yes. Uh -huh. Well, me at that time not really caring about the preaching because we never had blank tapes. Right. But we had a bunch of copies from church of songs and preaching. And I would always take, oh, it's just a preaching tape and record over it mm -hmm. for the songs. Mm. Now, like God saying, yeah, you did that. Now I'm going to have you go through <laughs> all these sermons, <laughs> listen to it, uh -huh. remaster it, and uh, put it out there. Uh huh. I remember that. So I like, remember. Yeah, God must have a sense of humor because yeah. now the joke's on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now you're reaping what you sow. Well, yep. that's, that's what you call a do mm -hmm. Lord. Yeah, mm -hmm. you work behind the scenes. Because what you're doing is, is helping get those messages out. And uh, that's your calling. And what you you got the, you're doing something I can't do. 
Me either. Because I, I still don't know how to work my uh, <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> Somebody gave me, when I first got my iPhone, he says, uh, look, I got an iPhone, but I put it against my eyes. I, I, my, my eye. I said, I don't know how to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask Dubug a lot of times for like, hey, how you work this? How you get through this? So, yeah, I can't do that either. You want to make uh, just a, a closing statement? Yeah, I want to just encourage people, go back. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to go back. Uh, uh, go back. Mm-hmm. If you've been drifting away, go back. Go back to where you first heard the gospel preached. Go back where you heard that preacher point his finger in, over that pulpit and say, this is not right. You need to live like God told you to live. You need to live according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. For those that walk in the flesh shall die, and those that walk in the Spirit shall live. So you got to go back. Listen, get your Bible out. Stop listening to this, this preacher and that preacher, and spend more time. Go back. Get your Bible out. Learn the Word of God again, and refresh that Word, because that's why Coda Holmes is still there. I believe. Seriously, I think that was the main reason. I knew, I knew these men. That started some of them that's still there. A couple of them that's still here. There mm-hmm. was there when it first started. But I know the men that preach the gospel and they love Jesus. I think about my my brother Coon, man. I used to we go somewhere in a restaurant somewhere with him, and he looked at the waitress and said, "Man, you do know Jesus as your Lord and Savior." And he knew everybody's <laughs> name too. Yeah, everybody's yeah, name was yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, hey, Jack. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jack. You know Jesus as your Savior. I remember one time at Ron's, and I was just looking at him, and he was, he was just laying it out. <laughs> so it was, it was just the hunger for God. That was the main mission. It was to tell people about Jesus. You know, and let's just remember, we got to uphold that. Uh, we got to uphold that same word that was preached. Go back. That's all I have to say to people. Go back to the word. Go back to prayer. Go back to when you first started. Return back to your first love. Amen. How about you, Bo? Oh, I remember I was thinking about Jeremiah when the, the Lord told Jeremiah Judah was, you know, going off the pack, kind of speaking. And the, uh, the Lord told through Jeremiah, through Israel, said, if you want to prosper or you want good things to happen or go back to the old path, go yeah. back to the old way. So what God was telling them, look, you had Moses, you had the law, you had everything the to prophets, make it. Yeah. yeah, you had the prophets, you had the Bible. Or if you just follow that road, you'd be blessed. And, you know, so I think that's what's happening in a lot of churches today and a lot of people. You know, they need to stay the old path. They need to stay with the old preaching. You know, it was tough. It was rough to hear, like, Brother Shembach and Brother Mike. They took, they, they you know, they were not there to make Jesus money. Said, they were out there to help people to heaven. is the way. Yep. And narrow is the way. Narrow is the way to lead into righteousness. And few they find it. Yeah. You, you, you can't. And I've heard preachers say that. And I said, some of them, I never thought said that. Mm-hmm. You know, they said, well, you know, if you're a Mormon or Muslim or a Catholic, then as long as you have Christ-likeness in you. Christ-like consciousness. Yeah. yeah. You, you, can, you can go. That is deceptive. Jesus yep. never said that. That's yeah. the wide road. Yeah. You can choose whatever religion you want and still get to heaven. No, you can't be a Muslim and go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't be a, a Catholic and believe That's in praying right. to Mary and go to heaven. I'm going to say it out, brother. Yeah. You can't be a, a Mormon and believe in Joseph Smith. And, and, and the lie that he told mm-hmm. and get to heaven. It's Jesus and him only and him yep. crucified. That's the justification. And that's what we're going to preach in our little church. And I believe was preached many years ago. And, you know, you know, it's funny you're saying that. Cause I was reading uh, Pilgrim's Progress the other night exactly. and how they met the two men. 
and they were crossing over the, the wall and, 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 and the, the character pilgrim was asking them, said, why you didn't go through the gate? They said, oh, it's so much easier going to this route. You're taking the shortcut. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how a lot of people do, yeah. And just going off of uh, Jeremiah, where you're talking about um, at one point where he was done with Israel. Like he oh, was, yeah, God he was, was like, done yeah. with Israel. Like, mm-hmm. they're hard-headed, they're foolish. I ain't going to preach to them no more. <laughs> yeah, but he and said it was a fire. And why was his testimony on that? Yeah, there was a fire burning in my bones. He and said he couldn't stop. Yeah. Yep, he couldn't yep. stop. And I, I think that's the point where we got to get at, where you're talking about going back. I believe it's going back where that fire was first kindled at. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, because many, we, we might go back, so we're going back, but we might be going back to a false doctrine that we was already a part of. So like, what is going back? You know, what are we going back to? And I think it's it just that, well, where that fire was yeah, first kindled. Yeah. You well, know, it's just like what Jesus told uh, John in the book of Revelation, I said earlier, return back to your first love. Yeah. Return back unless I come and remove your candlestick. Mm-hmm. And we could easily get off track because, you see, with Satan loves false pr- gospel. He oh, lo- yes. loves a false message. Yes, he does. Because if he wants to make you feel good in your flesh. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you. He, he figures if he can keep you out of conviction and pe- keep you out of God dealing with you and making you feel that it's you know we're gonna just, we're just gonna believe Jesus and we're gonna live like we want. That's his that's his goal because he knows God's a holy God. And without holiness, no man shall see God. So and then we got realized that he wasn't talking to the world neither. No, no. it was to the church that knew better. Yeah. So w- so like mm-hmm. we can't hold the world to that standard mm. because that was for the church. Right. And you look and you said it right. That's the problem that we we trying to judge we trying to run the church like the world is run, being run. Mm. You know, I was watching uh, something the other night, and I just I, I get angry when I see it. Uh, Caleb's award show, and I said I looked at that. They don't them entertainers. They this nothing about Jesus. Mm-mm. They were bouncing and acting and looking just like the world, yep. but they call it Jesus. Satan likes that. Satan is not gonna. Uh, Satan is not going to get in the way because he wants people to feel nice and safe doing exactly what the world is doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I say go back, when Jesus is speaking about remember from which you are fallen, remember the things you took out of your life that I wanted them. Remember the things you, you gave up on, which was changing you, which, which was of me. When you loved me, when you, when you, when you prayed and you sought me, now we're getting laid back, lazy. Oh, I'm tired. I don't have to go to church. I don't have to pray as much. We better pray more so. Listen, I, I, my prayer life is the thing I deal with more right now than anything. He's trying to hinder my, my fellowship with the Lord. Go back. That's all I can say. Go back where you first began. Go back. Because I can remember, man, when I first got saved, I, I couldn't hardly quote a Bible verse, but I know something mm-hmm. was different. And the love that I had, that passion, where you grow, and a lot of people, they get educated in the gospel, and they think they know more than God somehow. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who said it, but um, they said we traded our zeal for knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we first got saved, we had the zeal and, not, and no knowledge. We wanted to preach yeah. and tell everybody, but we didn't know nothing, nothing ourselves. Right. 
But then as soon as we become educated in the mm. word, we lose the zeal. Yeah, well, it says it in the scriptures, you have a zeal for God with no knowledge. Yeah. You know, it's not the knowledge. Zeal is wonderful. You gotta, the zeal has to be lined up with God's word. And, mm. and the first message you ever heard, do, are you a sinner? You need to be saved. You need to come to Jesus. And when we got when I got saved, you wanted to tell everybody how Jesus changed your life. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was, there was nobody there was no doctrine in that. It was just plainly, it, God changed my life. Jesus changed my life. I want to tell the world about it. Mm-hmm. See, we get go to church after a while, and we get with groups, and and you know we have you know people that start explaining laziness, explaining away the power of God and the fear of God. You listen to all that stuff, and after a while you get, oh, God's not really that scary. God's not really that mean, and God's not really that judgmental. You know, he's, he's, he loves us. He loves us. Let me tell you, I love my children more than anybody else on this planet. But that's how much I love when I needed it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, listen, maybe I didn't do it enough, but I did it. But I, I, I see it just about everyone. I'm praying for some of them, but just about all of them serving the Lord today. Two of them in this very, uh, very <laughs> ministry y'all in. Mm-hmm. But it's not about me, Lord. It's because they saw me and their mama pray. Mm-hmm. They saw me and their mama get up and go to church. We dragged them in, uh, boogie there in his diapers. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you got you to gotta know that if, if we, we can't blame the church if your children are not, not living right, if you're not going to want to do what God told you to do. And it's because I, we, we, you know, their, their mom did, did that. I believe in my heart. God used that. Our testimony. Because of what we heard in church. Come back with something. And we learned. And like I said, go back. Mm-hmm. Go back. Going off of that note, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to Sermons from the Swamp, the classic. I hope you are blessed with the upcoming sermon we will have available to you pretty soon. And we hope you are encouraged by it. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>